This is Pave It Black. everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brett Williams. And today, we're taking a little bit of a different spin and looking at workforce development. When NAPA started its workforce development initiatives, one of the first things that it did was market research on perceptions and what people knew about the industry. And one of the big things that we found out was people don't know we exist. The natural perception that some people do have is the flagger on the road or the person who's making their commute a little bit longer. And so we need to start thinking about how do we change these perceptions? Some of the questions that swirl around for me around that are, how do we make people more aware of our industry? And when we do make people aware of our industry, what happens when they're introduced? And what are some of the things that they might find interesting about our industry? So to help us kind of dive into this a little bit today. We've brought three people onto the podcast who've recently had this experience. So I'd like to welcome Carrie, Alexandra, and Jamil. If you would just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Hi, I'm Carrie Whitney, and I am a lecturer at Georgia State University in Atlanta. And I am also a freelance writer. And it was through my writing that I was introduced to NAPA through an interview with Richard Willis, which was insightful and eye-opening. I teach mostly PR classes, public relations classes at Georgia State. My name is Jamel Baker. I am a senior at Georgia State. I'm a sports administration major. Hi guys, thank you for the invitation. My name is Alexandra Jeffers. I am a senior at Georgia State University my major is journalism with a concentration in public relations and a minor in Spanish. So Carrie, I'd like to start with you. You kind of touched on that you uh, were introduced to Napa with that story that you worked on. And I just would like to learn a little more about what your initial interest or how you, how you got introduced to asphalt and learned about it initially. Great question. So I was assigned the article by my editor at How Stuff Works, if you're familiar with HowStuffWorks.com. I write a lot of design articles and I'm really interested in materials. So I think she thought I would be a good fit for the article. So she said, would you like to write an article about asphalt? And I said, I don't know anything about asphalt. So I would definitely like to write an article about it because I want to learn about new things and new building materials and, and things like that. Um, so of course I went into the article with some ideas about what asphalt was, which I just assumed asphalt is what we pave the roads with and that was about how much I knew. And so I got to interview Richard and he taught me all about the history and the many uses of asphalt, but I was really impressed and excited when he started talking about different innovations that are happening in the industry and how the formulas are constantly being assessed and reassessed and you know so that they can become better longer lasting or use less energy to make them and that was all very interesting to me um, but i think what blew me away about asphalt and about the industry was the amount of asphalt that is recycled 
And I had no idea that um, it was a recyclable material and that most of it is actually recycled. And so that to me was very exciting. And it was so exciting that I asked if we could get involved with Napa through our university, through the course that I teach. Alexandra and Jamil, you're sitting in your PR class and your teacher tells you, I'm gonna get you to do a project on asphalt. What's the first thing that pops in your head when you hear this? I mean, did you know anything about the industry? Or again, was it just, I know we drive on it, but I don't really know anything else about it? It was actually exactly like that. I've always seen asphalt. I, I know how I've driven on it. I know how it feels and I love it. And I was like, wow, I never thought about it. There's actually, there has to be an organization for this. It's just, I, it's never something I, something I didn't think about. So when I had the opportunity to do a project on it, I was actually very excited about it. In my case, I, um, it was like one of the last choices that I had of the organizations that I could work with. And I was like, okay, let me choose this one. It, it looks very interesting. Um, and it definitely was. I truly enjoyed um, researching about asphalt and I didn't know anything about it either. Um, just that it's, you know, what, what you guys use or what is used to, um, you know, for road construction. I mean, I'm familiar with the smell, but that was about it. So kind of expanding on that, I would be interested, uh, Jamil and Alexandra, when you went through the summer working on this project, what are, what are some of the things that you learned when you were researching the industry and some of the things that you found interesting or that surprised you most about the asphalt industry? One of the things that um, struck me the most, um, Dr. Whitney already mentioned that, um, is the fact that asphalt is 100% recyclable. Um, so it's life cycle never ends. That was very surprising to me. And it's, it's actually really good because I am all about clean environment. So I thought that was very, very um, good. It makes the impact on the environment very minimal. Um, the quality of the material recycled, it's just as new. So that was another interesting thing that, you know, even though it's, it's recyclable, once you pave the roads again, I mean, it looks brand new. I think one thing that stood out to me, I believe Mrs. McGorka said that there was actually, people actually go to school specifically for the asphalt industry. I believe she said there was a, I believe it was asphalt engineering. She said that people go to school for. Oh, that was really cool. She also mentioned the gender wage gap is actually a lot smaller than most would think it is. Because when you think of the construction industry, the asphalt industry, usually you would think of men doing all the the work. So it, it took me by surprise that women actually are fairly close in salary. Yes, I am living proof that you can go and get a degree in asphalt. And most people do think it's a joke, but you're right. It, it is, it's an engineered product that is, is more complicated than people think it is at first. But the industry is great to work in. Jamil, one of the points that you brought up with the wage gap between men and women. So one of the things that we're doing moving forward is we're trying to take some of these messages about sustainability, 
being a good place or a good option for people to, to have a career, not just a job, how do we get this message out? How do we get this message to people who are, are graduating high school or graduating college and didn't realize that the asphalt industry needs people in marketing. We need people in accounting. We need people who can manage offices and not just engineer these materials. How do we get this to the right people so that one, we can keep the industry running, but two, also just make the general public more aware of what we're doing. Because I think we've got a great message to tell, but as all three of you have alluded to, you don't hear it. So maybe Carrie, can you start that and then hear from Alexandra and Jamil? Sure. So if you're asking about reaching younger audiences, I think, um, doing more with universities like this project that we did with our PR class, which I should tell you probably a little more about how that class works. It's a public relations writing class and it includes a group project where students work together to create content for specifically a nonprofit organization. Getting more students involved in things like this is a great way to build awareness among college age people because I think with this project, not only did the students who worked on it learn about asphalt and a little bit about Napa, also some of their classmates did. So it had a, a bigger reach than just them. And we're hoping to continue doing this with you. So every semester we'll only be building that more. And Georgia State is a great school. We're really big. We, we're in a big city, but I'm sure doing this type of thing with other schools around the country would be a really good way to reach that generation. Of course, social media is huge in this aspect of reaching this generation too. And talking about all of the positive things that you're doing in the industry and talking about the recycling and the sustainability. And when I was researching the article, of course, I interviewed you, Richard, and you are part of Napa. So I remember at one point asking you like, okay, so what is the bad stuff? Like, what are people saying that's not positive? And I think that's when we started talking about the recycling. But after I interviewed you, I did some more research trying to find something that would maybe present a different view of asphalt. And there really isn't a better material for doing what, <laughs> what you do with asphalt. And I don't think people know that it's pretty much the best solution that we have for what we want to do with it. It was really interesting to me when you were talking about where it's going in the future. Also, you were talking about smart roads and things like that. So some of that is super cool. And I think that would be cool to younger generations who might want to get into the industry in that way as well. Um, I agree with Dr. Whitney, social media, it's very impactful using Instagram, to share, um, you know, information about the organization or, you know, asphalt in general. I'm one of those persons that I'm very interested in learning new things. I'm very curious. So if you post information about what asphalt is, you know, the process of paving roads, I mean, it, it piques people, people's curiosity and also appealing more to women. I know you guys are trying really hard to attract more uh, women to the industry. Um, I think you're doing a great job, but I think this will be one of the ways to attract more of them. And, you know, also informing about 
um, the pay and the educational opportunities that you guys offer, because I also noticed that, you know, there's um, scholarships, you just offer more education to the people that really want to join the industry. I think it's important to reach the high school crowd, the seniors that are coming out of school, because I believe this is something that I would, I would have, well, me, not me specifically, because I've always known what I wanted to do, but those who are not as sure as what they want to do going to school, going to college, and those who aren't going to college, too. Um, if they had more knowledge about the industry, I'm sure there'd be way more people that would look forward to joining it after school. I think the school fairs where different um, organizations come from over and um, have kids uh, learn more about the industry, I think that's important to do. I think reaching out to the formerly incarcerated, I remember reading on the website that your organization um, has people that were formerly inmates. I think that's important. Reaching out to minorities, which I think you guys are going in that direction. And I saw the website had updated. The website looks really good now, too. That's important. Can I share one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Um, something that I loved about Napa, it's the camaraderie that I noticed in all of the, the companies, like how they reach out to their communities and how they um, help their communities, you know, um, fundraising and paving schools, parking lots. I thought that was, that was very nice. Well, I'd like to thank you all for joining us today and sharing your experience. I'd also like to thank you for helping with the project this summer and just really appreciate you sharing some of the perspectives that you gained from that. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. No, thank you guys for working with us and Dr. Whitney. Thanks for having us on the podcast and um, thanks for working with the class. I think that Napa has a really interesting story to tell. I hope we can help you with that. I hope that you'll be able to tell it to more people because there are just so many interesting factors about asphalt and what you're doing and where the industry is going. So yeah, getting that message out there really will help you attract more audiences. We did our first Instagram stories this summer. Yay! So, so we're, we're working on it. Yeah. Stuff, TikTok is next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it may be. So uh, again, thank, thank you all for doing this. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. One of the things I took away from this conversation is as a guy who likes data, I really like that the market research that we did in 2019 was confirmed in the field because what our data showed was people don't know about the industry, but when they're exposed to it, their perceptions and their minds change and they begin to think more positively about it. Because you, you look at the students and you look at Dr. Whitney, they didn't really know about the industry. They didn't know anything about it. But as they were exposed to the, those messages and the good things that we were doing, whether it was contractors helping their community, whether it was using, doing more with recycling, those messages impact people and it changes their minds. And so I think that that should give us a, a, a better feeling that moving forward, these ideas, they, they work and we can help change perceptions.
my takeaway really today was they made the point that we could better capitalize on opportunities to do things like what you set up with Georgia State. So setting up a project with a class that really opens their eyes to our industry, gives them an opportunity to learn about it, but then also have a meaningful learning experience with marketing or communication or some of these different um, PR type classes or who knows, I'm sure there's opportunities even in other subject areas, whether it be science or engineering or those type of things. And I think that was really my main takeaway is just some of the opportunities that present themselves with working with some of the educational institutions and coming up with meaningful projects where students can really look at opportunities and also learn some of the subject matter they're working on. We just want to thank everyone again for being here with us today. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brett Williams. We just want you to remember, as you're driving around America's highways, someone from our industry paved it black. Pave It Black is produced by Monica Dutcher of the National Asphalt Pavement Association with podcast theme music credits to Coleek. You can find Pave It Black on most of your favorite platforms, including SoundCloud and iTunes. If you would like to suggest someone for us to interview, please email Richard Willis at rwillis at asphaltpavement.org. That's R-W-I-L-L-I-S at asphaltpavement.org. Until next time, Keep paving it black.